The Easter reading today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, the 28th chapter, the 1st through the 10th verse. Hear these words. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, he rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen. Just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, he has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid, yet filled with joy. And they ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly, Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him and they clasped his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ever equipping God as I speak, may you increase and I decrease. May the words you have given me for this message be seeds which rest up in our hearts that we might bear fruit for you here on earth. May I be bold and courageous in speaking what it is you've given me to speak. And may we, as your people, have ears that hear. This is our prayer in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Have you ever been put on notice? I mean, really, have you ever been put on notice? I know lately in the news, we've heard lots of notices from the president, lots of notices from our governors, from our city officials, and we're getting accustomed to being put on notice. It's Easter Sunday when God put the world on notice. I love how the text opens up and it tells the story that it was the first day of the week and Mary Magdalene and the other Mary. Matthew tells his own story of the resurrection and he uses women again to bring the gospel message to the world. Mary and Mary took their journey and they went to the tomb because they wanted to see where they had laid him and God put the world on notice. An earthquake, a violent earthquake, sometimes translated. God moved. In ancient texts, the earthquake is used to say that God was doing something. 
We know that just recently when Jesus died, that he took his last breath and the text says, and the earth shook. The world was put on notice. This Easter, we are put on notice, though we be in an environment we're not used to. I shared with my family and one of my children, especially, we had a, a deep discussion about not a, not a Easter has gone by in my life that I wasn't on a pew or that I wasn't preaching from the pulpit. Not an Easter has gone by that the church building wasn't full of people who wanted to celebrate the resurrected Christ, but yet all the notices that have been given to us, we find ourselves celebrating in a new way. And I don't know about you, but for me, it's awkward. For me, it doesn't quite feel right. For me, I long for the community of faith to be gathered on the high holy day of the year. But something else has put us on notice in our world and we must rise above it and celebrate where we are today and allow God to put us on notice that we need to identify again with the risen Christ, that we need to hear the story again, the goodness of a God who loves God's people and is willing to meet us where we are and do what it is God does. God loves us. So let us follow Mary and Mary on their journey as they go to the tomb and the earthquake happens and an angel appears and the angel sits on the rolled away stone. The angel, the angel rolls away the stone and sits upon it to deliver a message to the world. God moved in a magnificent way. Jesus didn't rise from the dead. Jesus didn't walk out of the grave. God moved and brought Jesus from the tomb. And the angel was there to proclaim the witness. Can you imagine? Has your life ever been that sh shaken up that you expect one thing? You know their destination was the tomb and they, they walked to the tomb and they, they expected to get there probably to sit down and grieve and mourn and pray. And God put them on notice and said, do not be afraid. I'm sorry, but fear seems to be quite prevalent in our lives these days. And I am sure when the women experienced the movement of God and they encountered the angel who was dressed like lightning and his clothes shone snow white... And he said, do not be afraid is exactly opposite of what they were feeling. I'm sure they were scared to death. When God moves in our life, it can scare us to death. And God wants nothing more for us than to come and see what God has done. It's what the angel said to him. Don't be afraid because your creator in the heaven wants you to know that your creator is with you. Your creator is very present in your life. Whatever's going on, whatever you're dealing with, God is with you in this moment. Don't be afraid. Jesus isn't here. But I want you to come and see for yourself where he was. 
There are times in our lives when we need to make that journey to remind ourselves about the goodness of God that we need to go see where God was. We need to go see where Jesus was. We need to walk into the tomb sometimes and to remind ourselves that's where God was. But not to fear because God is with us. He invites them to come and see how many of us this Easter morning, wherever we are, however we're viewing this service, are willing to go where it is God's taking us in this service. Where it is God's taking us in our lives, allowing us to learn new technology, new ways to have relationships with people, new ways to spend time at home with our families and our loved ones. God is moving in a new way in our in our lives and we need to come and see because we need to know where God was. So that we can be grounded in our faith and we can walk with God in everything that we do. We need to know where God was and the angel knows it. The spirit of God speaks and says, Mary and Mary, don't be afraid. Come and see. I wonder which one went in first. Who was the brave one? Or did they hold hands or put arms around one another and walk into the tomb themselves? Together. How have we faced the things of our life through this Lenten season? We've claimed our word. We've listened to God and life has happened around us and has changed our world. It has changed the way we do things. Are we willing to continue to focus on where God was? Because we must focus on where God was so that we can go and see where God is. He told them. Do not be afraid. Come and see. And then he said to them these words. Go and tell. Go and tell. The reason we need to know where God was is so that we can give witness to the world about what God did. Their message at this moment in the story is that Jesus is not in the tomb. He's gone. He is a... He has risen. Go and tell the disciples that he will meet them in Galilee. Can you imagine the shift in emotion? The shift from when they started down the road and they get to the tomb and the earthquake happens and the angel appears and they're invited to see where God was to give proof and evidence of God being alive and real in their lives. And then being given the commandment to go and tell. They have been commissioned to preach the gospel. We have been given freedom to know where God was in our lives and what God has done. And God has asked us on this Easter morning to give witness. To tell, go and tell somebody what God has done through this last 40 days in your life. Go and tell somebody about where God met you. And said, do not be afraid and where God has taken you. Go and tell somebody and he will meet you there. That's the promise of the whole Easter message is Jesus doesn't lay in the grave anymore. He has come out of the grave. God has worked and God has lifted Jesus from the grave. He has a new life, not the old life just pulled out of death, but a new life with a new message and a new understanding. And a new reason 
And that reason is so that we, the followers of Jesus, can believe in the work of God. And that we can live in a resurrected life because God gave example in God's work at the tomb of resurrection. God has never abandoned us. God walks with us. God was with those women that morning when the angel appeared and they said, go and tell. And out of their faithfulness to the journey, out of their faithfulness, can you imagine what they were saying as they were going back down the road? They were leaving the tomb. I wonder if they spoke at all. Or maybe they were just chatting with him. Can you believe what we saw? Did you, can you? He wasn't in there. He's not there. He's really, really not. What, what, wonder what it... And then something happens. If we'll rest in what we understand our faith to be because we know where God has been, we know what God has done, Something new will happen. Something new will happen. Something new happened to them because he came alongside them on the road. He appeared to them on the road to Galilee. The risen Christ appeared to Mary and Mary. Think about that. I don't know what the risen Christ looks like. I don't know how he was dressed. I don't know if it was the same persona. But I know this, I know the spirit of the risen Christ on that day was the same spirit of God working through Jesus in all of his ministry and that continues to work with us today. The power of the Holy Spirit was with Jesus had been transformed and he appeared to the women. And the first thing he said to them, greetings. When you meet a stranger on the road, you don't always say greetings and invite warm love. Sometimes we look on the other side of the road and we pass other ways. In this day of social distancing, we don't even want to walk within 6 to 24 feet of one another. But God wants us to remember that God is with us. And Jesus is with us and we're to give witness to that even in this pandemic time. We're to give witness to the love of God in our lives. Greetings. And the next step is probably the most important thing Jesus did in the whole story. He met Mary and Mary, not only physically where they were. He met them spiritually where they were. And he said to them this. Do not be afraid. We cannot let fear rule our lives. God does not want us to be afraid. If we're afraid, it's because we've taken God out of the picture. God will sit with us in our fear and comfort us and will give us the command that we need to hear, and that's to not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Twice already in this story, we have heard God assure the women that everything's okay. It's Easter. It's that Sunday we're supposed to meet out and watch the sun come up and and sing wonderful songs with the guitar and, and have breakfast together and celebrate the risen Christ and life is grand. But it's not the world we live in today. And God's message for us, I believe today, is don't be afraid. God hasn't changed. 
We know who God was and we know what God did and we know what God is going to continue to do. You see, the women went from the tomb to the road and they encountered not only where God was, but they encountered where God is. Because where God is, is where Jesus is. And it's the whole story of the Easter, the risen Christ. We, the people of God, can allow ourselves to dwell where God was. We have to move ourselves, overcome our fear, walk along with the Holy Spirit, and give our fear to God so that we can be where it is Jesus is. Because where it is where Jesus is, is where it begins to do the work of God. It's where we, the witnesses to the gospel, we, the witnesses to the resurrection, we who believe that Jesus is the Christ can begin to tell our stories. We can talk about how God moves in our lives. One of my favorite books by Bruce Maine is a book called Why Jesus Crossed the Road. And it documents lots of different stories about why Jesus crossed the road. And it parlays them into everyday life stories. And one of the things he'll say, Bruce will say continually through the book, he'll give different reasons why Jesus crossed the road. My favorite one. Jesus crossed the road so that humanity could see a new vision of the kingdom. Easter. Jesus crossed the road so that humanity could see a new vision of the kingdom. He crossed the road on the road to Galilee. Later in the season, we'll hear where he crossed the road on the road to Emmaus. He crossed the road so that we, he, he crossed the road from the empty tomb so that we could know the risen Christ. God, God worked in Jesus so that we could understand the love of God, the unconditional love of God, that God is with us. And we do not need to be afraid. And if we won't be afraid, if we'll meet God, did you hear what they did? They met Jesus in the road right where he is and they fell to their knees. And they clasped his feet. And they worshiped him. How many of us in this time are embracing intimacy with the Christ? And are willing to worship. Put away the fear. Put away the worries. Put away the being put on notice. And just worship God. It's a time when we as leaders in the church have to try to figure out what a new way to worship God is. Mary and Mary give us a perfect example. Two women with one Jesus. It means that even in our solitude, even in our social distancing, even in our places where we can't be around the big crowds in the church family that we want to be around, God will meet us there. God will come to where we are and God is with us. The risen Christ is with us. We, if we allow ourselves to go where God was to where Jesus is, where God is in the movement in the risen Christ. God will meet us there. But God doesn't quit. God doesn't quit work with the risen Christ. They get up. And Jesus gives them a commandment. The same commandment 
the angel gave them. Ladies, I love it. I love it that Matthew uses the women to share the gospel for the first time. To share the news about the risen Christ. Ladies, go tell your brothers that I will meet them in Galilee. Go tell your brothers I will meet them in Galilee. A call to discipleship right there on Easter morning. A call to discipleship for each and every one of us, wherever we are, to go and tell somebody about the risen Christ. To share the love of God with those that are around us. It may not be the massive crowds we're used to, but it's intimacy that we're not used to, that God's calling us to live in in this day. It's intimacy around just a husband and a wife. Or a husband and wife and their 3.5 kids. And maybe their two dogs and three cats. God wants us to be intimate as a family union again in this time. But he still commands us to go and tell. Go and tell your brothers. I will meet them. It's a promise. It's a promise to you. It's a promise to me. It's a promise to the disciples in the ancient day. God will meet us through the power of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit right where we are. If we'll just be faithful. If we'll just be faithful and vulnerable vulnerable enough to give ourselves to the moment and allow God to meet us. Why not? Why not allow God to? To meet us. What do we have to hide that God doesn't already know about? It's Easter. Don't let your fears, don't let your worries, don't let the sins of your past keep you from encountering the risen Christ. Because in his promise, he said this, if you'll go and be disciples among the nations, if you'll go to Galilee and tell your brothers that I will meet them. They, it's a promise, they will see me. The risen Christ in our lives. God promises that to us. If we allow ourselves to meet God where God is and not live in where God was. So this day, in this day of social distancing, in this day of being sequestered to our homes, in this day of being sheltered in place, let us meet God where God is. In the intimacy of our relationships with one another. And let us celebrate the risen Christ. And let us be aware, not afraid. Because I promise, we will see Jesus. We will see the risen Christ. You have been put on notice. Don't be where God was. Be where God is. And you'll see the risen Christ. Amen and amen.
Thank you. 